Magneto Funky, number 42. It's Monday, October 16th, 2017. Hey, Larry here, in the pursuit of grid power to the people. Uh, this week, I wrap up the basic electronic study guide and try charging the crystal cells. The music is mostly West Coast, mostly submitted, mostly beat and flow, opening with a little alt noise from Oakland. Just living, smoking sticky, sticky durbin. Lean to the right, but not right. Or conservative, cause leave it for the moment. Changes your opinion, less than the burden. So nothing's a deterrent. So don't soak in face of gasoline and burn it to remove it. Faceless and tasteless, leave you gasping for breath. I never waste a privilege on a minor offense. Don't follow the herd, you seek the had, no pretense. I mean, secret context, embraces our uniqueness. Inhale, inches of screen, vapors the West. To men with protest, arrest across these doorsteps. These sheep, they will to the test. Give it a check, see if you weak, just like the rest. Follow the herd, except the media's breast of this interdependent a click engage, then tap persuades When repeat the praise and it fades Like a Macy's parade, false constraints That make it easy to say Seductive is a pseudo-social digital foreign play When the noise is high and it's the hacks to blame And it seems the more you pay, the more you lose At the bigger game and now this new art Reps are mundane and we've all been tamed
Okay, that was Interdependence, the Andreic F-I-F-L-A-R mix by Divisor, an alt-noise hip-hop duo over in Oakland, oh, that's Ryan Honecker and Ross Hoyt, that incorporates electronic rhythms, noise, live instrumentation, and vocals to create a dark, sinister fusion of drone, rap, and electronic music. Oh, this is from their 2016 EP, Backslash Re. Hey, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, a weekly international podzine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, I'm still wrapping up the last part of what I consider basic electronics. Uh, going over the many flavors of transistors, uh, BJTs and FETs, uh, analog integrated circuits and IC chips, and operational amplifiers or op-amps, which aren't transistors, but can act like many transistors. Now, because there are so many different variations in this branch of components for whatever you want to do, I just stuck with something simple. Uh, my DC to DC boost converter. And just ask the question, can you DIY a booster with it? And yeah, whether it's a 555 timer, a power MOSFET, or an op amp, you can build a booster, battery charger, or a generator, that's DC or AC, with either of them. And a leading factor with them is cost. Uh, they can go for under a buck a piece to under $5, making replacement parts a non-issue as well as size, not an issue. Uh, well, anyway, I'm slowly sifting through the mass of these circuit designs for Jewel Thief boosters for my Sunstone battery. But that's as far as I'm going for now. I'm not bothering to wade into the next set of weeds named Arduino and Raspberry Pi. Now, nothing against the pint-sized powerhouses of electronic goodness, but just on cost. I can afford to stock a dozen transistor chips right now. Can I do a dozen Unos like that right now? Hell no! <laughs> and that goes for way too many people at SRO level and above, being honest. I mean, not unless... You're building copies of some doohickey and you're selling them. You know, another issue I see with these is that half of the time when I was searching basic electronics and beginner electronics, it would take me right to Arduino and Raspberry Pi as the starting point for learning electronics. And it's not. If the Pi burns out and you don't have a spare, uh, you may be could MacGyver something up with a few resistors and capacitors and such if you knew what the hell they were and could follow a circuit diagram as well as read code for that burnt up pie. But anyway, until I have a burning appetite for Arduino pie, 
the current knowledge base is big enough. Oh, uh, by the way, I did find a PDF copy of the Art of Electronics 3rd Edition on the Google the other day. Uh, so I'm adding that to the knowledge base. And so really, that just means more reading as well as my going over the resistor capacitor inductor formulas. Okay, uh, we'll be coming back with updates on Sunstone 5X and the 3 volt battery. Okay, back to the stage. Continuing with more fresh beat and flow. Kind of hip hop, kind of chill out. Uh, first up, we have I Won't by Kay Jizzle, a musician, producer, performer out of Stone Mountain, Georgia whose music is featured in the horror movie College Town Massacre.
Okay, uh, next up we have Apostrophe by Soy Sauce Control, an alternative earth groove band down in San Jose.
All right. Uh, we wrap the set with another fresh number, Tabulasa, by Brooke for Free, a.k.a. Oakland native Tom Cascino, a bedroom producer who says it's a queen size, so it's all good. Oh, this is from his 2016 album, 27, written out in Roman numerals. Hey, 
Geek News. Okay, today is the 16th, and the Napa Valley North Bay fires may be far away, but the smoke is here in town. And they still don't know if it's a series of power line failures or straight-up arson, because frankly, they're still fighting fires. But anyway, I'm not going to waste much breath on the Orange Freak Show, because the fucking dismantling of the government that works for us and the goddamn Facebook police state is marching on behind him. Yeah, I said it, and I'm on Facebook. Hey, z Dog, is this kind of crap why my MP3s don't stream anymore? But anyway, don't expect the GFY GOP to impeach this asshole until they erase Medicare and Social Security because he's impeachable right now. And I don't know if anybody else has said this out loud, but since Puerto Rico is apparently as disposable as the paper towels, asshole tossed out like fucking footballs, what if the rest of the world just decided the Jones Act in relation to Puerto Rico right now is just racist horse shit and started to send in cargo ships and planes directly? I wonder, would piss tape P. Grabby send a blockade? Would he shoot at a Cuban ship? <laughs> Please. But what about a plane from the UK or China? Hey, China's doing a whole lot of shit in Africa right now because they don't have a bad history with them. Stuff that you probably don't know about because the news is only giving you the pie fight. Anyway, and lastly, and quickly, here's a proposal to those butthurt over losing their confederacy statues. Hey, what if we let you leave them up, but next to them, we get to put up a commemoration of the flip side of the coin of the Old South? A slave picking a cotton ball or a strange fruit hanging from a tree branch, cast in bronze? Hey, you can take your pick. That way, we all get to celebrate and remember the full history and majesty of the genteel planter culture. Anyway, let's just run the date. Okay, today the 16th is Bosses Day and World Food Day. No, I'm not saying a damn thing. <laughs> okay, and also uh, today, later on today, we have an event. Waiting for the Bus, featuring Laura Winton, happening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Daylight Time at Uncharted Books, 2620 North Milwaukee Avenue in Chi-Town. Uh, the open mic returns with a vengeance as we celebrate the coming of spirits both benign and treacherous. It's the annual Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Drag out your poems about monsters, madness, murder, or really bad social engagements. <laughs> Uh, let's see, the 17th is World Day for Poverty Eradication. That's a thing. And, oh, we got another event uh, here on the 18th. Uh, Human Rights Happy Hour. Happening from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time at the ACLU of Northern California, 39 Drum Street here in the city. Uh, join the International Justice Research Center 
for a timely discussion with Malkia Cyril, DeRay McKesson, Christian Lum, and Nicole Ozer on police brutality and surveillance in communities of color. Let's see, on the 20th, oh, we got a couple more events. Uh, we have a reading at the Little Indie Press Festival happening at Columbia College. Uh, that's a reading of Moon, the Tallgrass Writers Guild's 22nd Annual Black and White Anthology. Uh, that's happening from 5 to 5.30 Central Daylight Time at 1004 South Wabash Avenue. Uh, the reading will include award-winning authors Robert Lawrence, Marjorie Skelly, Grazina Smith, and others. And it's free. And meanwhile, out here, we have Flash Fiction Night at Alley Cat Books, 3036 24th Street. Uh, that's happening from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, it's the kickoff of the fall season of readings. Uh, featuring Nancy Stolman, Tony Press, Olga Zilberborg, John Sindel, and Rebecca Gomez-Farrell. Uh, it's sponsored by SF Creative Writing Institute and at the Inkwell. And, oh, for the 22nd, we have a date in science. In 1797, the first successful parachute jump was made by André Jacques Garnarin, released from a balloon 2,200 feet above the Parc Monceau in Paris. Uh, he rode in a gondola fixed to the lines of a 23-foot diameter parachute, which was supported by a wooden pole and had its 32 white canvas gores folded like a closed umbrella. Uh, it was lacking any vent in the top, and when Garnarin descended with violent oscillations, he suffered the first case of air sickness. Uh, for his next jump, he added a hole in the top. Now, he made his fifth jump uh, five years later over London from a height of 3,000 feet, but having eliminated the center vent for this jump, he again suffered a fit of air sick. What, did he forget? <laughs> hey, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, and art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets. Download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice, my 5X double stacked experiment was pretty much a wash. It went up to a solid 650 millivolts, it never went higher, and after shorting, it slowly went back up to that. Well, anyway, uh, next I tried charging these crystal cells. Because other people do talk about charging these things, even though they're talking about the stovetop method, where you actually cook these uh, molten salts, and you don't use glue, you use just the liquid and the chemical reaction of them themselves. Now, 
the 4.5 cell that had fallen to under 300 millivolts and the 5.0 AA I decided to test. I used my universal AC-DC 12 volt to 3 volt wall wart adapter that has a 9 volt connector clip. Uh, oh, it also has a maximum current rating of 300 milliamps. So there's more than enough amperage in here to charge a battery. I set it to 3 volts, uh, hooked up the 4.5 cell, and left it for 9 hours. Now, during charging, the cell read 5.5 volts. Uh, I unhooked it and took a read, and yeah, it said 1.5 volts. <laughs> but I checked it again, and over 6 hours, it dropped and kept dropping until finally it went back down to under 300 millivolts. Uh, the AAI hooked up, I charged it for six hours. It was reading two volts while I was charging it up, but six hours later, it dropped back down to 1.4 and stayed there. To me, it seems these crystal glue polymer cells either can't be charged or I didn't do it long enough and maybe these things need 16 to 18 hours to charge them but hey, that's just a guess but anyway it took about three days for me to get through that much of the 5x and them so anyway uh, after that I went ahead and hooked up my two double A's and the other 5.0 cell that was reading 650 millivolts and my 5-cell 3-volt battery on the first read showed 3.1 volts, which is a vast improvement over me using them damn clip lines to just clip them together because I never got anything better than 282.9. So right now I'm currently going to be messing around with the Jewel Thief terminal block circuit with those RF choke inductors. Uh, back to trying to make this red LED light up. And if I can't get it with the inductors, uh, I got the toroid with the wire, and I'll try that too. But anyway, I'm not making any more batteries till I work this out. Okay, for one more tune, we close out with another number from Broke for Free. Uh, this one is something elated. A bouncy glitch hop tune from the 2011 EP, Something Else.
Well, okay. Hey, Magneto Funky is a 1223 studio joint. Show files are at iTunes, Internet Archive, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Mixcloud. Uh, episode notes are on the pod pages, and you can download the MP3 directly from there. Uh, if you like the show, please drop a review or rating at iTunes or the Facebook. Uh, show themes Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McClough. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Monday the 23rd. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.